We are at episode 100. You made it. I made it. And thank you for joining me. We have people on the show. By the way, this is my uh, University of South Carolina Gamecock Cup that I got at my daughter's orientation, as it says right here, back like three years ago. She's going to be a senior now. Anyway, go Gamecocks. Uh, this is 100 episodes, and there's a lot, right? That's a lot of editing. It's a lot of ideas. Then half the ideas come from people that DM me and email me. Uh, problems really and questions and they come from real life client, client stuff like the episode today comes from uh, multiple questions from sellers about how do I get out of my contract because it's a weird market everyone's all over the place that's how to get out of my sale contract after I'm in escrow and this happened like six times over the last three months so I finally I make jots I use I use um, for everything I do I use index cards and I write down index cards index cards for the next idea. So I'm like slewed with not post-it notes because those fall down. So I use these and uh, you know, you get like 100, 200 at a 99 cent store for like 99 cents, which by the way, the 99 cent store, as I digress, is now a buck and a quarter store because of inflation. Hysterical. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, I write all those down and they all have the ideas for these story ideas for the show. So thanks for joining me through episode 100. On to the next hundred. Today we're talking about how a seller and buyer can get out of a purchase contract. Hang tight. The music is coming up right now. All right. Thanks for jumping in for the Real Estate Minute Show. So if you're selling your house and you sign the contract and the buyer countersigns the contract, you both sign the counters, everyone is all signed up and you're going into escrow. You as the seller are, in California at least, in a lot of states it's very similar, you are locked into that contract unless there is a buyer default. If there is a buyer default, there's a certain mechanism in the contract so that you can get out of that contract and resell your house to somebody else or just take it off the market. But once you ink it with your pen and the buyer acknowledges receipt of that contract, you have a binding contract and as the seller, the buyer is in control during the contingency period. Their inspection time period, they can get out for whatever they want, then they usually have an appraisal and a loan, etc. But they're in control of the time. Okay, and a lot of sellers don't realize that. Some sellers just feel like, eh, I just don't like the way their attitude was during the walkthrough, so I'm just gonna bail out. And you can't just bail out. If you're the buyer, you could bail out at any time during the inspection period for pretty much whatever reason you want. This is during the first usually week, two weeks of the inspection period. You can get out for whatever reason you really want. The, we talk about this in other episodes, you can go back into the library, but the appraisal contingency, the loan contingency, some of those other ones are very specific. So if the appraisal property doesn't appraise, you can get out for the appraisal contingency. If it doesn't qualify for the loan, you can get out for the loan contingency. But during the inspection, the buyer, as a buyer, you can get out for whatever reason you want. Okay. And so let me go back to the seller for a second because that's the one that gets a little sticky because the seller owns the property. They own a $2 million investment. And let's say they just don't like the attitude, like I said, of the buyer and they want to change their mind. They can't. However, let's say the buyer's inspection period was 10 days. And let's say we are at date 8, 9, or 10, 11. We're past that date. In California, the contract just doesn't cancel. The seller has to send them what's called a notice of buyer to perform. And that notice for buyer to perform gives the uh, seller the right to notify them and give them 48 hours or longer, but it defaults to 48 hours, to remove the applicable contingencies, whether it be inspections, reports, disclosures, or all of them at one time. And they usually have 48 hours to do so. If they don't remove the contingency at that point, at 12 o'clock a.m. that next day, okay, the seller now is in control of the transaction and can terminate. 
All right, that's how that works in California. There's a similar one for the buyer. If the seller is not performing, maybe not closing, allowing the closing to happen, the buyer can give a notice of seller to perform. Very similar instance, which then gives the buyer the right to terminate the transaction after they're eventually locked in. So that's how that kind of ping pong works a little bit. You really need a good agent to navigate through this, whether it be myself, I don't know if I'm good, I think I'm good, Michelle, amazing, um, or some other agent that uh, that is very, very well versed in this and has a lot of experience because you can get yourself into a little bit of trouble unless you have somebody there representing you that understands these time periods and triggers. All right, take care of yourself. Good luck in your home selling and buying, and we'll see you next week.